girl Kay Johnson and thank you for tuning in to Kay Love Johnson's podcast. This is an adult podcast so if any kids are in the area please have them to exit now. Shout out to everyone that's been listening to my episodes. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Keep running the numbers up. And remember that I'm going to post every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So today on my show, it was supposed to be married couples. You know, I want to talk to the married couples. And yeah, (laughs) Uh, the husband skated out on us. So I just (laughs) got the wife. So friend, tell me, how's marriage life? It's one year, right? 18 months to be exact, maybe a little bit longer. Um, it's interesting. All right. So I know, I know all the dirt, but my viewers don't. So the first year has been a little hard. Um, it's definitely an adjustment. Right. But you just keep sticking in there, right? Yes. You in it for the long haul, so you just get in there and do the work. Exactly. And you in your 30s, you know, and this is something that you want to be, this is somebody that you want to be with for the rest of your life. But tell me, like, you know how mean you are. We transparent. So act like nobody's listening and pull back some layers. Just tell me, like, how do you continue to fight for this marriage? Um, I think the number one way that I continue to fight for this marriage is by being self-aware and always working on me and what I'm bringing to the table and what I can do better to be a better partner in this relationship. Cause uh, I think it's really a 80, 20 thing. Um, 80% of it is probably us in our head and our feelings and our emotions. Um, and 20% could actually be your spouse. Exactly. And like I was telling my viewers and, and I'm going to tell them about my marriage and how everything went, with my marriage, but a lot of times, like, um, I just was sitting and talking to your in-laws and they've been married 41 years this year. I'll be 42 years. And some of us can't get past 42 months. So just the fact that you're willing to put in the work, not point the finger, not blame your husband and say it's him. And you take accountability on things that you have done. But what would you tell people that's about to get married? Say somebody about to get married next week. What is some advice you would give to a married couple? Mm, That's a good question. Um, First, I would say make sure that you know yourself and make sure that you are a whole person by yourself, that you're not in a situation where you're codependent on this other person, like you're two whole people deciding to be together and pursue this life together. Um, Third, I would probably say 
be honest about what kind of communicator you are, because I think that goes a long way. Um, we're not going to be in love every day. We're not going to feel the butterflies and the rainbows. And sometimes it's our ability to communicate that becomes the glue to get us to the next level of our marriage. Absolutely. Because like, I used to think that talking, 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 you know, was communicating, but it wasn't. Right. It's like you just basically talking at somebody that probably tuned your ass out because you just said the same shit <laughs> like 15, 20 times. And I, and I have been the one that kept talking because it's like, yo, I want us to fix this shit. Right. So what can I say that you'd be like, you know what? Let's fix it. But I was really digging a hole. Yeah. <laughs> and making shit worse. <laughs> we live and we learn. Absolutely. And when I was married, um, advice people gave me was don't go to bed mad. Well, that shit is false. Because <laughs> <laughs> we tried that shit and it's hard. I don't give a fuck. First of all, if the shit happened right before bedtime, would you go stay up late? <laughs> no, you got to go to work. But what's something else that you would tell someone? Um, As far as don't go to bed mad, I think for me, it would be agree to disagree and know when, hey, we're going to have to table this for another time for the sake of our sanity and our sleep. Because if you're both restless and exhausted, you're not getting anywhere. So what is the point? So um, I think agreeing to table things or agreeing to disagree, it sometimes takes the sting out of whatever the issue is. I'm not going to say it's going to take it out completely, but... I think that that's a way better way to go at it than we just going to stay up and figure this all out tonight. That's not even realistic in some cases. So um, that's what I would say. Um, Other advice that I would give to someone who is thinking of getting married or headed in that direction is... Make sure that you're on the same page about things like finances, kids, um, where you see yourself in five years, what kind of marriage you want. Like, what is it that you guys are trying to build together? What is the vision for this marriage? And never to lose sight of that. It's so easy to lose sight in the day-to-day life things. Um just make sure you're checking in with each other before you make it to the altar or the courthouse or wherever you're going. So, And I'm glad you said that because a lot of times it's like you feel these butterflies and you feel like, yo, this is my person. And then y'all get married and it's like, oh, shit. Who are you? Right. <laughs> exactly. Like. The dumbest shit y'all would have an argument about. You understand? So, my show was about love. The ugly truth about love. The good, the bad. So, when it gets bad, do you feel like giving up? 
Um, I would be lying if I said there weren't times I was like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I made a wrong turn. Maybe it was a wrong decision. Maybe the grass is greener on the other side. But um, you have to know when that's just in the emotion and the heat of the moment versus maybe this isn't for me. And I mean, some people do get there. I think a good disclaimer is this is my second marriage. Um, I was previously married. I got married when I was 20 years old and I was married for almost 10 years. I was married right shy of 10 years. And I tell a lot of people The greatest thing that I learned in that marriage is that I had no business being married, that I was a kid. I didn't even know myself, let alone to be in a position to unite my life with someone else. So a lot of lessons learned, a lot of mistakes made. Um, It's just part of the story, part of my story. So there's that. And um Hard times come. Things aren't always roses and rainbows and all that stuff. Uh, You just have to know that you're willing to give grace and mercy and to stretch. And if there's anything I can say, marriage will stretch you. Marriage will reveal yourself to you. Um, The good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, It's always leveling you up to another level of selflessness and it ain't easy that selflessness it sounds great it sounds honorable we all want to be that but it's hard it's really really hard exactly and I mean like for me um you know I was married as well we went to the courthouse best 85 dollars I ever (laughs) spent but um <laughs> it was just like looking back now that I'm no longer married to her, she was an amazing wife financially. You understand what I mean? So it's like like sometimes we we're never going to get 100%. You understand what I mean? It's like we're going to get 80, maybe 90, you know, but it's like, I don't feel as though I would have never left her. Right. Ever. You understand? Because I felt like we walked down this aisle, like I'm in this bitch. You know what I mean? But it was her decision. I shout out to my ex-wife. I respect that decision. I feel as though a lot of people... Like you said, think the grass is greener on the other side. So a lot of people give up. You understand? Like, I have heard from couples that had a hard time, you know, for a year. Like, it'll be good one day, bad the next day. And now they living good. You understand? So how do you feel about that? I think the reality is that you're going to go through things like... You just have to have the wisdom to know, are we going through things? Are we stretching? Are we growing versus am I in a toxic situation that has no hope? 
And I don't think we always know that like immediately. I think sometimes that is a revelation that's made to us or it's a revelation that ends up being made to us because we willingly ignored red flags. And exactly that is just the reality of the situation. So I think it's very important um, to trust your gut. And if you find that you think that or that you're on the fence, a great sounding board that's not going to tell you one way or the other is therapy. Um, It pushes you to do a lot of self-reflection and a lot of self-work. And I think in self-work, we truly begin to discover what it is that we've gotten ourselves into. Is this a marriage that I need to devote myself to being in and fighting for? Or have I yoked myself to a toxic person and there's nothing I can do for them or for this union um, to put it in a healthy whole place? So a lot of people think like, I have two uncles. <laughs> well, one passed away, may he rest in peace. But the one that's still alive, he been with his girlfriend for 46 years. And they never got married. You understand? So, mm-hmm. like, how do you feel about people that's been together for a long time and they don't get married because they feel like it's just a piece of paper? Or... You know, do you feel like after you date me for so many years, you need to be figuring out if you want to be my husband or not? Um, That's a tricky one. But I guess um, if I'm being really honest, first and foremost, to each their own, marriage is just like your fingerprint. No two marriages are exactly the same. Everybody has their own fingerprint. So everybody's going to have their own marriage um, or partnership. And if they were happy in their 46 year partnership, never got married and it served their needs and nobody felt slighted by that, do that. Um, I think it comes down to knowing what it is that you want out of a relationship. If it is marriage that you want with a piece of paper, um, whether you change names or don't change names or make up your own name, whatever, you just have to know what you want and you have to be willing to stick by those principles because um, your desires might not be the person that you think is the knight in shining armor or the girl next door, the girl of your dreams, you guys might not have the same vision and goals. So you just have to be honest about that and be honest with that person um, about what it is that you really want out of life. So that's one of those conversations I would rather have early on (laughs) versus, okay, we've been kicking it, hanging out for 18 months and this is where I see this going. And the other person was like, oh, I just thought we was hanging out, enjoying each other's company when we see each other. You know, you want to make sure you're on the same page with this person. Exactly. And like for me, um, me and my ex-wife, 
We dated for six months. She wound up moving into my home. It made sense. I had a home. She was renting an apartment. Um, and a year later, we got married. Uh, one of my friends was like, don't you think that's too soon? I, I don't feel like it's a time frame or nothing because I have seen people get married after 10 years and then the shit don't work no more. You understand what yeah. I mean? Or um, I saw a celebrity, um, get he got married to his wife day one. They met in Vegas. They got fucking married and now they've been together 25 years. You know what I mean? So it's like no set date, but for the LGBTQ community, the reason why I was so excited that President Obama allowed us to get married is because you built with somebody. Right. You built like y'all, even if y'all rent an apartment, y'all building and then your partner pass away <laughs> and then the family think they gonna come in and say, oh, this was my daughter's. Like, hell no. Right. You understand? Like, we was, we had joint bank accounts or whatever. Maybe the shit was separate, but we paying bills together. We buying this couch, this refrigerator. Y'all right. not just about to come in this bitch. On a legal technicality. Right. Exactly. So that's for me why I wanted it because at the time my ex-wife was somebody I wanted to build with. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to be, she's not going to be investing in me. I'm investing in you. Then somebody passed away, you know, and you don't, you don't want to talk like that. You know what I mean? But it's, it's life. It's like, you understand? It's, it is the <laughs> most certain guaranteed thing. We're going to die. Right. So it it's is what like, it is. We got to cover each other. Right. You know, and then people say, well, you can write a will. No, nah, them wills that like, I'm they can be contested. You. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but the reason why I really wish your husband was here. I wanted, like, I love y'all love story. So, please, please, please start from day one when you met him. Just give us, just give <laughs> us a little bit of your first kiss on to now. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, before the first kiss, um, I met him when I was like eight or nine years old. Um, he was the boy next door. And... The one thing that always has stuck out to me about meeting um, my husband is the first time I ever saw him, I literally felt the like the earth stop, like life stop. It's like our souls knew each other. And I don't I just don't know how to describe that other than that way. Like he literally took my breath away. And this was just some little chunky kid next door. And I was infatuated ever since. Um, So he was the boy next door at my dad's house. So I saw him during the summers. Um, Fast forward to him being my first kiss at the age of 13. Still the little boy next door. Um... The summer before I started my freshman year of high school, um, he was the first guy I ever kissed. And God, I thought my heart was going to explode. It was, and the fact that I still remember that, like, to this day, I I remember him rubbing my shoulder. I remember thinking, oh my God, I think he's going to kiss me. And he kissed me and like, 
like all those little teeny buffer emotions. Um, then we went to prom together, my senior prom. Um, and he went to college. I broke up with him right before, wait, right after, like the summer after I graduated high school. And I married somebody else when I was 20 years old. And when that didn't work out, just out of the blue, he called me. Like, out of the blue, he called and was just like, hey, just wanted to check in and see how you were, blah, blah, blah. And I decided right then and there, like, I don't ever want him to call me again. So I'm going to tell him the entire truth about all the crazy in my life. And he just listened and he continued to call me. And so I would say probably for the next six, seven months, we just talked on the phones. And then it went from that to he would call me on my way to work. He would call me on my lunch break. He would call me on my way home. Um, But he was always listening. And it was nice just to have someone listening. Um, Especially for me coming out of what I just come out of. So um, then I got a job that moved us to the same state. And uh, let's see. I became very content just being with him and him being a part of my son's life. And I want to say five or six years after that. And I mean, we talked about it for years about getting married, but it's just not something we ever got around to. And there was no press. So by the time that we did, shout out to COVID for like shutting life down and being like, hey, we can really do this. Let's get married. 2020, we got married and... Here we are. So she shortened the story, but I thought it was amazing. Like, it <laughs> felt like, because a lot of times people say, like, if you break up, you know, like, if it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. Right. And it really came back to you. But do you think that if he was the one that you married when you were 20, y'all would still be together? Um, I think we've had this conversation together. I don't think so I really don't because I I just simply did not know Andrea so I had no business married to my first husband let alone anybody um I didn't have enough sense of self and I wasn't anywhere near being a wholly developed person to even being to be able to consider something of that magnitude so um it would be the grace of God if we would have got married at 20 And today we were still married. Like that would sincerely be the grace of God because we can both admit that we've changed so much. And I just don't know if that would have jail well together. So everything has a purpose and everything has a time and a place. And as much as sometimes, yeah, I do wish that I would have married him when I was young and we could have just, lumped through it and grew together and stretched together in that young people way to these more mature whole people individuals and partnership um I just don't think that was meant to be for us right well 
Um, I'm glad I was able to be there and witness it. It was a beautiful wedding. But before we get up out of here, what would you tell anyone that's about to get married? Um, not about to get married. Somebody that's been married for a year or less or somebody that's been married forever that just feel like they want to give up. <laughs> like, like I'm telling you, like social media, people can look. One thing people don't understand, and my ex told me this, so shout out to her. And she was right. People are not going to post the sad moments. That's you true. You understand? Like, I'm not going to post us mad going into a restaurant. I'm going to post us being happy eating this steak. Yeah, and now, I don't advise that either. Please don't do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, so what would you say if somebody wanted to give up on their marriage? Um, Whether you want to give up, whether you as happy as can be, and you know this is... Jay-Z, Beyonce, forever, ever kind of love. And, you know, they had their little humps and bumps and stuff as well. I would say therapy. I don't care what phase of your marriage or your relationship that you were in. Therapy is the best investment that you can ever make into yourself, your union, your partnership. Um, You just cannot go wrong with therapy. I don't think anybody ever went to therapy and said, well, that was a waste of time. You learned something in there. So, therapy. All right. So, what about that first marriage? Like, for instance, oh, a lot one. of times people stay in marriage for the kids. will stay in marriage for, you know, because we got a house. Or right. We build together. So, on the flip side of that, being as though this is your second marriage, what would you say to somebody that is in it for the wrong reasons? I mean, wrong, that's subjective. Only you can determine if your reasons for staying in a marriage is right or wrong. Um, and that's a very, very personal choice. Uh, I would say you don't need anybody's approval to stay in it or to get out of it. Um, you just have to do what is best for you, your mental health, and the future you. That's That's what I would think about. That's what's up. Well, I appreciate you being on my podcast. I appreciate you having supporting me. You didn't listen to every episode, so I support you. And listen, um, I hope I'm back. Yeah, absolutely. With your husband next time. And also, like, if the marriage, stop looking on the other side, y'all. Like, if you're in a situation where you're being abused or you know, oh, one thing before I go, stop fucking telling your problems to single people. If you're fucking and social media, yes, if you're <laughs> fucking married, go to another married couple because these single motherfuckers are miserable. <laughs> so, and I feel as though that's why my marriage or they plotting on what you got exactly. Like, my wife, my ex wife went to her single ass friends. When she should have just went to somebody that was married. And maybe we still would have been together. You know? But shout out to her. I'm glad we ain't together. But um, <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. Peace.